It's been a whirlwind 60-plus days. Kenny Dillingham's first couple of months on the job as the head coach of Arizona State University's football team. Uh, certainly yesterday was a high point with the commitment of Jaden Rashada, one of the top quarterback uh, commits in the country, signing with ASU. And, and like I say, it's just been an absolute whirlwind. And one guy who documented it really well in a story that was on CBSSports.com joins us right now here on the Burns and Gambo Show talking about college sports writer Dennis Dodd, who joins us here on Burns and Gambo on this Thursday. Dennis, welcome to the show. I'm Dave. This is Gambo. We appreciate your time. Yeah, I listen to you guys a lot. I'm here in, uh, in Scottsdale right now, but thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. No, you do a great job. I love reading your stuff. We, we had we had Kenny Dillingham in studio for three segments when he when he got the job. Then we had him on the show yesterday after the big announcement, getting one of the top quarterbacks in the country. But I love the line in your column today that just really blew me away, and it just really speaks to the to, to the job that Kenny has done. He's 32 years old, but he's been an offensive coordinator at Memphis, Florida State, Auburn, and Oregon. That shouldn't be for a 32-year-old, right? That should be some, for somebody with a vast amount of experience. So at 32 years old, he does have a lot of experience coaching football. He has a lot of experience. I think at only two of those did he actually call the plays, but that's less of a point than being an offensive coordinator at a Power 5 or at a FBS school when you're in your 20s. I mean, everywhere he's been, he's been the young guy. At 17, he blows out his knee. At 21, he's the offensive coordinator at Chaparral. Um, at one point, he was the youngest coordinator, I think, in the American uh, or in the SEC when he was with Auburn. I don't have a way to prove that. I think that was the case. But that would have put him in, in his 20s four years ago at Auburn. So He's a bundle of energy, as you guys know, and I think that's what's gotten him to this point so quickly. And I think that's what ASU needed. I mean, listen, we went through the Herm experiment, and it was it was a failure. It was a big failure. And Herm started off with a lot of energy, but I, the job just beat him down over the years. And at the end, I mean, you wrote about it. He wasn't even recruiting players at the end. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the job wore on him. It beat him down, the investigation. ASU needed some new blood, somebody that could pump some excitement and energy into the program. We're seeing that with the way Kenny Dillingham is recruiting right now. Yeah, to the point that, you know, the ongoing NCAA investigation was like my 10th question. It was like my last question when I talked to him in his office that day. It's like, oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's so much momentum going that they will overcome, you know, whatever that has to bring, whether it's a, you know, a, year, a bull ban or whatever scholarships. And that's why he's doing what he's doing. When I found out, he had was going to have as many as 27 transfers signed. I had to circle back, and I said, where did this come from? And he started telling the story of when he got there. He said 53 or 54 scholarship players. 24-7 is reporting there were 47 scholarship players on the roster, seven of them former walk-on. And so the line that I love in that story from Kenny is that we weren't trying to flip the roster. We were trying to field the team. You know, this isn't USC from last year. We're just trying to get out on the field. But, and and this, this, the moment comes to meet them because this is a one-year, oh, I guess, thing at the NCAA where they provide a waiver where you don't have to adhere to the 25 scholarship limit. This is a, kind of an answer to COVID, to get even with COVID. As long as you stay at 85 or, you know, at 85 or below, you can recruit as many guys as they want. So we're talking about 40 new, at least 40 new faces. At, uh, at ASU. 
Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Wrote a really good piece about Kenny Dillingham, and obviously there's a lot of attention on Kenny Dillingham after the the, the big announcement yesterday. What? Well, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, since you've been covering college football for so long, one of the things ASU said when they hired Dillingham or when they were looking for Herm's replacement was the acknowledgement that they needed to find a young guy kind of filled with the energy required. Did you feel like the job of being a college football coach with NIL and things like that, the changing landscape has kind of a baked-in requirement that you – you have to be young and energetic, but it might help, especially when it comes to a situation like ASU. Oh yeah, you can you can complain all you want about oh roster management, roster management, and all this, but at the end of the day, if you don't embrace it and make it part of your job and accept it, then you run out the door. I mean, I I kind of use the example of Gary Patterson. He was kind of that negative guy, these guys don't deserve this NIL money. Well, he found himself out on the street after eight games last year uh, at TCU with a quote-unquote mutual agreement that he let go, and they bring in Sonny Dykes, who's full-on with all of it. I mean, they had, they were one of the biggest transfer stories last year, um, and they got to the championship game bringing 14 transfers in. Um, so they were really on top of it. So this has to be an absolute part of what you're doing um, this is only four years old. The portal started in October of 2018, and the, the and the one the one time transfer exception you, know, you can transfer once without sitting out. That only, that only became started in August of 2021. So it would help to have energy, have a knowledge of it, and embrace it. Nick Saban has it. Nick Saban, those guys complaining about it. Nick Saban is working it like a madman. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so the, the big question, if you're an ASU football fan, for me, one of the big questions I would have is, all right, this recruiting is great. Rashada's fantastic. All these new faces are great. Dillingham, is, he's just a live wire, man. He's awesome. What does that look like in the fall? Well, what, what, how does, and I, know, I don't expect you to crystal ball it and know the answer, but what do yeah. you think that might look like in the fall? Because it's, it's one thing to win all this stuff in January and February. It matters the most in September, October, and November. How do you think it translates? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a transition year. I think the big picture for Arizona, the big picture for Colorado, the big picture for a team like program like Oregon State, all those in the Pac-12, is that without USC and UCLA and with the addition of the expanded playoff, you're talking about all three of those schools, you know, traditionally not great programs, having a shot at not only the Pac-12, but the playoffs. You win the Pac-12, you're in the playoff, virtually guaranteed. So that gives something that Arizona State hasn't had in years. We know about the last Rose Bowl in 96 or 97. Um, I think this, if you can do it, if you can capitalize, and much the same thing is going on in Colorado with Dion, you can win this league. Um, it's pretty much wide open. You know, Utah's right there three out of four years, having played for it, I think. Um but it's open now without USC and UCLA. Yeah. I wanted to just comment on your point earlier about the transfers. I mean, Alabama lost two games this year. Both of them were to transfer quarterbacks. So it just goes to show you what the transfer portal could do if you use it right. But to your point on your column, you mentioned some of the some of the really good players that Kenny Dillingham has been able to bring in. You mentioned the, you know, the the Texas kid and, and the Notre Dame quarterback and yeah. Uh, yeah, and some of the kids they got. But let's let's go with Jaden Rashada for a second here. How big of an impact can he make? Is he the type of player 
that other players may say, hey, I want to go play at ASU because I want to go play with Jaden Rashada? Yeah, I mean, it could have that Pied Piper effect. I mean, it at least uh, creates a competition um, because before Drew Pine came in, they didn't have much in the quarterback. And I don't know, you know, you at least want to create a competition. You know, Drew Pine may, may come out of this to, to start it. Um, you know, Jaden's only going to be a freshman. You know, we'll see. But at least you've got that situation where you've got a choice, um, depending on how those guys go, go ahead against each other. I talked to Kenny. I said, look, I'm not a recruiting expert. Give me some names here. Who are these guys that may be difference makers? And we missed, uh, mentioned Prince Dorbaugh, the edge guy, the transfer from Texas. He mentioned, oh, what were the other guys? Um, the UNLV kid. Uh, oh, the center. Uh, the UNLV kid, the, the center. Lee yep. uh, Fontana, yep, I'm going to say. Yep. Uh, you know, again, not, not a sexy position, but the center basically is the smartest guy on the team. Um, you know, at least the smartest guy on the offensive line. Got to make up the line calls. He's got to be good at what he does. Uh, recognize things on defense. So that's a ready-made guy that maybe can plug and play. But I think they just look. They just upgraded. Going back to your previous question, I didn't really answer it. I don't. I can't put a number on it. You know, three and nine to what? I don't know. I think they're going to be better. Uh, I think they're going to have a better chance to win. They're certainly going to have depth. Um, you mentioned the, the line he said there about. Boom, they just stopped recruiting. And I said, why? I don't know. You know, they were 103rd. In, uh, on this day a year ago, Arizona State was 103rd in recruiting. Now they're as high as 36, I think, in some of these books. Right. I, I mean, I was here for the great years with Bruce Snyder, and then there was Dirk Cutter, and obviously Dennis Erickson and Todd Graham. And, you know, we've gone through the coaches here for, for a while. And a lot of people always say, oh, yeah, he's used a sleeping giant. They haven't been to the Rose Bowl since Jake Plummer and Juan Roque and those guys. And they've kind of been a, a mediocre program for a lot of years. But a lot of people feel that if you get the right coach in, the sky is the limit for ASU. They could be competitive every year to win a championship. Do you believe that that this program here can be competitive every year in the conference and get to some big bowl yes. games? Yeah, that's been one of the biggest mysteries of not only Pac-12 or college football, but of life. Why can't Arizona State be more consistent? <laughs> you, I've always said this for years. I mean, you should be able to find 85 dudes who want to chase the weather, who want to chase the women, to be frank, um, <laughs> yes. who, who, who want to be at a top school uh, in a major conference, uh, you know, again, in the weather with a chance to win. I, I've never gotten it. Maybe it's just because of the inconsistency of coaching, bad hires, or whatever. But Look, Kenny Dillingham at age 32 is a guy, if he succeeds, is going to be here for his career. That's how, I think we've seen that emotionally from him. This is what he did for 13 years in his car, he told me, driving to work at his various jobs. He would practice his acceptance speech at Arizona State. Yeah, and well, he, was, he was about as close to the job as you and, you and I are. Right. Um, and so now he's got it. So if he succeeds, he's going to be here a long well, time. And we feel old because Kenny tells us that he used to listen to our show when he was a kid. <laughs> like I think when his dad yeah. he used to listen to the show when that he wasn't even able to drive. Really so yeah. yeah, that makes us yeah. feel really old, really old. That's great. Yeah, Dennis. Hey, we appreciate the time. Uh, thanks for checking in on us when you're in town. Enjoy your stay here in Arizona. Don't know how long it lasts, but we appreciate you being here, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Okay. 
All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dennis. Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show, talking about Kenny Dillingham, ASU, and everything that went down yesterday.